Welcome to Beyond the Bedroom, and I am Birna. I'm a certified sex educator. And this is my podcast. If you are new, hi. There's been a lot of new listeners lately, and I just want to say hello, and I appreciate y'all. And to my longtime listeners, I still appreciate you too, don't worry. Um, I also just want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting the podcast lately, either by uh, making a little purchase on Mod or Foria, and or also just um, you know PayPaling me and stuff. I really appreciate the holiday gifts, and I also just want to say happy holidays. Uh, this is probably the the last episode that will come out before Christmas if you celebrate, so it'll be nice. But I think regardless, I think a lot of the places that uh, you all seem to listen to in these locations uh, go on a little holiday break this time of year. So um, I know that Hanukkah's already passed, which, you know, I made latkes for my friend when they came to visit. It was so nice. I'll probably make them again. I know it was like early in Jan- I mean, January, in December, but you know, I love latkes. I could make them like any time of year. Um, and then for uh, Christmas, uh, because my uh, some of my family and Victor celebrate it, we're just going to be the two of us again. I think it'll be really nice though. It's so cozy when it's just the two of us and I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to make. I know what I'm going to make for dessert, which is like always the most important I think I'm gonna make a meringue uh with strawberry and balsamic but maybe I'll actually you know what I'm gonna make a meringue with something extra I'm gonna make maybe like a espresso chili sauce over it Mm, that sounds really good anyway I as you can tell I'm a little hungry (laughs) I've been home all day COVID is kind of starting up again here in Iceland as well and so I'm back in my bed. I'm not in the studio, um, <clears throat> but I'll probably start doing more in the studio again uh, after um, the new year. So you're going to get a little uh, episode in between that time, but I'll probably still be in my bed. Again, ironic, beyond the bedroom, in my bedroom, uh, it has just the best sound. It tends to get a little bit echoey, but I put my comforter all around me. I'll just set the scene. I am literally in my bed, like not just in my bedroom. I'm on my mattress with my microphone and my uh, computer on one of those little laptop case thingies. And I have the comforter kind of all around me in a little circle (laughs) just to type, kind of like create a little sound barrier. But uh, hopefully it's working. Um, I know, talk about like low budget here but that's just what you got to do when you can't go to studio or something. This has been just such a crazy time and I hope everyone's just taking a moment to take care of themselves because I don't know, like not even people here in Iceland because it is dark now. Like we get maybe two hours of two to three hours of sunlight a day here and if it's storming then we don't see the sun or get any daylight really for days on end so that can be a little tough but also just in general I know like my friends back uh, in the U.S. just people are kind of realizing that the pandemic isn't over and it's starting up again also and I don't want to be a bummer that's why I'm trying to be like just it's really easy to slip into like negative uh, patterns and just observe them. Uh, I think if anything, 
2021 has made me kind of it, it just made me put a lot more um meditation and observational thinking into my work uh meaning both as a teacher and also what I give my clients and my students I think you know it can just make such a difference and so what I mean by observational thinking is that I want you to just observe the thoughts that you have and see you know okay like this this is really heavy and let it pass with knowing that you're not judging yourself for having that emotion um I can I think it can be really hard because there's this pressure to stay positive but uh, it's okay, like it's a hard time and I just want to give you that little nugget. But anyway, let's talk about dating because it's a topic that you cannot get enough of, it seems. You all are always asking me to make another dating episode, so I'm just going to start talking about it a little bit more. Uh, but I put on Instagram, if you don't follow my Instagram, it is at B-B-I-R-N-A. There's also a at Beyond Bedroom podcast, which I am going to be start starting to post on a lot more so if you want to follow me on both it's going to have really really different uh content so yeah go ahead and do that but anyway i put on my polls question of the day from bb games so beyond the bedroom games has really nice questions so sometimes i post them on if i may say so myself but sometimes i post them on my story just to get a little you know feel of where you guys are at so I'm going to post some of, or I mean, talk about some of the results from the, these polls and talk about my answers, which I never really share on Instagram. So the podcast listeners get to experience it. Okay, so I asked, have you ever wanted to get closure with a partner only to end up hooking up again? And 71% of you said yes, and 29% of you were like, no, I have not. Uh, I have done that. (laughs) It did not. I mean, I've done that more than once. I've done that very many times, actually. I was the type of person that was always like on and off again, hot and cold kind of, you know, and I'll talk about that more later, but it was really hard for me, I think, to not go back uh, a lot of the time. And uh, if any of you who know me personally know that uh, one of my first like real deal relationships, I mean, we were on and off for like four years. And I'm still kind of friendly with them today. So shout out to my high school boyfriend. (laughs) But uh, now those feelings have all like long gone. We both have our own lives, our own families. Um, So, you know, I'm married, they have a kid, like it's nothing's gonna ever happen, you know. But I think it was really hard because for a while um, it was just so much just clinging to the familiar like at I think like you know the past the last like year not the past year the last year of that relationship we didn't even really have those feelings for each other we just were like just in such chaos in our lives there was so much going on that we kind of clung to each other because it was familiar and so every time we saw each other even if it was just to hang out as friends we ended up you know not getting back together but like hooking up and it always kind of felt weird but um you know, I think I'm really happy that we got past that because we were able to say like, you know, we can just be friends. We don't need to go further than that. But then I've also been in that kind of relationship where 
just the sexual chemistry is so strong and the attraction is still there and that's why it happens because you're like oh my god like the sex with them was just so good that you don't want to like not have it so that's kind of where I was at as well with one of my ex-girlfriends we just could not we couldn't be friends uh we couldn't be around each other because I knew it would just always end in chaos but every time I wanted to get closure with her it just somehow ended up with this like crazy hookup and so yeah I eventually just cut that off completely I have no idea what she's up to but I hope she's doing well um and so I said let's talk about closure have you ever gotten back together with an ex meaning like you know you really started uh about 60% of you said yes and 40 said no um I have, as you kind of heard, but I've also done the thing where we completely break up, we don't talk for a while, and we get back together. Um, I think all of the times it's just been like kind of chaotic and toxic, and I'm just really happy that I worked on myself enough to the point where I can notice those patterns and be like, this is not serving me, get the hell out of there, and go focus on yourself. I think that that's really important because I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, I can't be alone. I love being alone. Um, so I'm actually really happy that after I left my really, really, really toxic relationship that ended in 2018, I took a full year until I started dating seriously again. And I was like seeing people, but, uh, they also kind of didn't want to commit. So, um, I was kind of happy that that didn't happen, but, um, and then I, well, not met, I bumped into Victor and then we were friends for a little bit. And then, uh, literally a year to the day, um, he asked me to, you know, be romantic and be his girlfriend. So that was really nice. And, um, you know, I'm happy that I made that decision and not get back together always all the time with my, like my ex, because that was really limiting. So but I asked you all, is breakup or makeup sex exciting to you? And 57% said yes, 43% said no. And um, over like 500 people voted in this one this time around, which is really nice because I got a really good uh, little percentage. And I guess some of them are a little bit more, like this one's split a little bit more evenly than the others. But... Um, I think breakup sex and makeup sex were like way more important to me, but I think uh, I realized that what I was really just craving was the passion and I felt like I didn't have enough of that. And I actually had to check myself the other day because I realized also that sometimes I would um, not start problems, but like when problems happened, I would like kind of get more excited for the makeup, but I don't ever like have makeup sex or anything like that anymore like I don't really need that like chase that push pull I just don't need it anymore and I'm really happy I'm in this pretty solid healthy place and I can get the appeal though because I I was there and I'm not like oh I'm so much better like obviously not it's just I'm in a kind of longer relationship now we're going on three years so um for some people it's like super short but for me it's like a longer relationship still not like the longest I guess but um then I don't know maybe it has nothing to do with that maybe I've just done a lot of work on myself 
because I think in the past, and also you can like makeup sex and breakup sex without relating to any of the stuff I'm saying. I'm talking about my own personal experience because on Instagram, I talk from like the sex educator hat kind of point of view. And here on the podcast, I will just spill my guts about my personal life whenever I want. Uh, so yeah, just take that with a grain of salt. But I realized, like I said, I was craving passion and passion to me was the fighting. It was the push-pull. It was the chase. It was the validation. It was the trauma bond. Like a lot of that was exciting to me because it felt so real and I was very numb as a person. I was very avoidant. So um, that was just kind of what I was going through. I was like, yes, this, this feels so much more exciting. So, you know, that's why the closure led to a hookup and stuff. So did you regret hooking up with an ex? I asked uh, on Instagram. And about 60% said, yeah. And 42% said, nope. And I've had both. I've had those times like with my high school ex that I was like, nope, that I did not regret this. This was really great. And we can just keep being friends. And then I've had those moments where I was like, what was I thinking? This made everything so messy. What was going on? Like, why did I think about doing that? Um, just pure regret. <laughs> and I even said it once. Um, I remember talking to my ex-girlfriend and being like, wow, I really, really regret doing this because I feel like now we're going to get back together and we're not good for each other. And I remember her being like, well, I don't think we regret the sex. I think we just regret being in each other's lives. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, <laughs> ouch, but true. <laughs> and I think that was kind of the eye opener for us. Uh, but I also asked you all about your worst first date stories. And I have a couple, but I'm going to share yours first. So, um, okay, this one just makes me like cackle. So someone goes, was pushy, got rejected, and then criticized the hashtag me too movement. <laughs> Just like all in all seems like a 10 out of 10 uh, date to me. Um, someone else goes, we smoked too much weed so I had to throw up. Oh my god, one time... Okay, I'm not going to say like who this was, but I don't even think they listened to the podcast, so it's fine. But one time, I this was not a first date, but uh, a guy that I was seeing, he we had like kind of like a long distance thing going on. And he came to visit me. And this is like years ago, but he came to visit me. And, um, he smoked a little bit too much and I was like, oh, I'm going to go shower. And I realized like I was like in the shower, I'd like taken them kind of a long time. And I realized like I heard like coughing or something. And I was like, what is going on? Like, is he sick? So I opened the door and I was like, Hey, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? And, uh, I go and he had thrown up in my sink all over my kitchen sink all over the counter and I was like oh my god are you okay and he was like yeah it's just like happens sometimes when I smoke weed and I was like then why the hell are you smoking weed but also like why couldn't you just like come in and throw up like in the toilet and he was like well you were in the shower I didn't know like it was just such a mess and then he was way too sick like he couldn't clean it up he was just like laying there and I was like oh fuck so I ended up having to clean it up so though our romantic night our romantic trip was not very romantic and I don't judge him for it. I was a little bit like, why did you smoke so much if you know this continues to happen? 
but uh, you know, I don't judge him for it. It all ha- it happens. You know, we make mistakes, and we're human beings and bodily functions and all that. But oh my god, I just remember being like, okay, because I had like lit candles and made it all kind of nice and all this stuff, and I was like, good. <laughs> it was just not what I expected. But anyway, um, uh, someone else goes lied about her age but only by two years the lie didn't change anything significant why do people do that it's really 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 bizarre to me like don't lie about your age i actually one time went out with a guy who when i was like 18 he said he was 24 and i was like huh you're pretty accomplished for 24 and then at the end of the day he revealed that he was 28 and i was like oof that's 10 year age gap like that's kind of a lot uh, so don't do that. Um, it made me feel really like strange. I was like, mm, why are you like going after an 18 year old at 28? He honestly could have even been older at that point, but I had another 28 year old who wanted to date me really bad when I was 18. And, um, he, it's kind of like, what did Taylor Swift say the other day? She was like, um, the joke is, um, I'll get older, but your girlfriends will stay my age. That's kind of what's happening with him. Uh, I can see, like, sometimes he'll, like, pop up on my Instagram because he's kind of, like, a well-known writer. And, oh, I'm kind of giving a little bit too much away, but oh well. And I'll see, like, you know, he has a really young girlfriend always. And I'm like, hmm, okay. That's not good. But anyway, um, another one, he said, got catfished and then she went overboard on IPAs and I had to help her find her house at 12 a.m. She's pretty lucky that that didn't go worse. You know what I mean? Not that it would be like her fault, but uh, when I go out with people that I don't know super well, I just try to, um, you know, kind of keep it together a little bit more because you never know who someone is. Uh, you know, you could be talking to them online for a little bit. I'm not trying to sound like a mom from like 2002 being like, don't talk to people online, but, um, you just never know, you know, and I guess you never know with people you all know also, but you know, and also some people have alcohol problems and I know that, but it just, it is what it is, you know, just try to try to keep your own best interest at heart. That's what I'll say. Uh, another one, um, she goes, this guy arrived drunk at 4 p.m. carrying kids toys and announcing he had a four-year-old. I ordered coffee, he ordered whiskey, spent the date telling me about his depression, exes, and then sloppy kissed me. Oh, man. Oh, the sloppy kiss. I had a guy actually one time, my friend tried to set me up on this horrible blind date with this guy that she worked with. And, um, first of all, we went to this place called Salinas in New York and it's like really beautiful restaurants, kind of like, kind of not like super upscale, but it's like nice. And, um, there were for some reason, like huge floral arrangements, huge, like everywhere in the restaurant. And all he could say the whole time, I don't know if he was just really nervous or what, but he was like, oh, they're very nice flowers. Right. And I was like, yeah, they're really nice. And he, um, didn't speak like ton of English and he was like kind of cute, but not really like my type, but he got super drunk, uh, because he was, you know, maybe nervous or something. And he just kept being like, Oh, you like the roses? You like the flowers? And I kept looking at them because I was like, if he's saying it this much, is he trying to tell me something? Like, 
is there something wrong with them? Like, are they on fire? Like, I'm just like looking at them. I'm like, yeah, I I told you I really like them. And I was like, did he just order them for me or something? Like, I don't understand. But I mean, I've been there before and there's always kind of like nice flowers everywhere, but this was like a lot of them. And I was like, yeah, they're really nice. And he got super, super, super drunk. And at the end of the meal, I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to head home. Thank you so much and all this stuff. And he was like, oh, let me walk you to the subway. And then he leaned in like outside and gave me the worst, grossest, sloppiest kiss. Like, he was like drooling. And I was like, no. And I pulled away and I was like, uh, no, 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 <laughs> I'm good. And went away. And then he texted me the next day uh, that he had thought about me while masturbating. So I was like, hmm, dodged a bullet. Cool. So yeah, that was uh, my, probably the worst date I actually, I think I've ever been on. Like my worst first date. Yeah, that was, I think that kind of takes the cake. Um, But yeah, so then I also asked you all uh, how you get over a breakup because breakups are hard and you know, I was asking about first dates and, you know, (laughs) all of that, but I got a lot of really, really thoughtful responses. And a lot of people are just saying time, time is the only thing that really does anything. Also therapy, if it was traumatic, totally agree with that. And, uh, let myself grieve the relationship for a month or two and then fuck some new people. All right. Good for you. Uh, but then another person is like, the best way to get over someone is to get under another. I don't really know about that because sometimes I can just, you know, cause you to get confused and miss them more. So just like the other person said, I believe in just taking some time and, you know, people, they're not going anywhere. You're always going to be able to sleep with people. So just, um, take some time for yourself, get to know yourself, heal. Uh, I mean, if you want to have like casual or or just, um, you know, intimate one-nighters or whatever, be my guest. But I think it's uh, not great to jump from place to place without making conscious decisions in that. But someone said, it's a long process dealing with it myself right now, self-work, empathy, self-compassion, and living for now. And then someone else goes, get drunk with friends and change my hair plus therapy. So that's a great combo. I think I've changed my hair. I think (laughs) every breakup I've had. So I totally get that. I also end up always like watching Seinfeld all the way through for some reason. So that's worked for me. Um, someone else says time finding purpose in my own life, friends dating again. So that's a beautiful answer. Um, someone else uh shared something actually really interesting he cheated on me so when he was still dating the girl he cheated with he asked me to keep it a secret um he then asked me to hook up i said sure i did it for a month and then sent her all the texts and photos on valentine's day probably not the best way but it felt good she thought i made it up lol um yeah that'll happen sometimes people will just be like uh you're lying but I don't know. You know, to be honest, I used to be really petty. I used to be super petty sometimes. Um, one time I was dating, uh, this guy and he was, I'm just going to say, okay, he was in the entertainment field. We can say that people who know me will know what I'm talking about, but whatever. Um, 
and uh, he cheated on me while he was on tour. And so I ended up hooking up with his idol and mentor. And um, I didn't even have to tell him directly. Like, it just trickled down to him. And he cheated on me, like, probably six or seven times while on tour. Like, I'm not talking about, like, once. And I also ended up dating that other guy for a little bit. So, you know, that was nice. I was actually, like, into him. I wasn't just, like, using him for that for that ploy. Uh, but that was probably the pettiest I've ever been. And do I regret it? No. Do I recommend being that petty? No. Because <laughs> I, you know, because I preach about honesty and compassion and all this stuff because I've made the mistakes. So, you know, at least now you know. <laughs> but uh, a lot of, actually, a lot of guys were like, oh, I just date other people and like all this stuff. So I just encourage you all to just take some time to get to know yourselves again. Uh, someone else says, uh, a really interesting one here cut off all contact mute and block on socials and move on by ignoring the pain until you feel like you can handle confronting it give yourself all the time you need that's a really good point um i i'm really happy about that one because sometimes you just need to cut off all contact i did that um with my super abusive ex, I had to just get out of there. I was, I honestly was fearing for my life. So I just, I really had to just cut off all contact. They did not enjoy that as much as I did apparently, uh, because they kind of lost it, but it helped me. I could not have gotten through that time without absolutely no contact. Um, I blocked them on everything. They found ways to contact me. Like they would send me like 10 cents on like paypal and stuff with like a message <laughs> insanity but um you know it happens and i could not have gotten through that also without just getting away completely so also shout out to all my friends who like took me on trips and just try to make me feel better i had like the craziest night ever in miami uh after that breakup like months later because my friend was just like we need to get your mind off this and just treated me to everything i ever wanted and it was amazing um, you know, just that's what friends are for. And also just my friends that slept over and made sure I was safe and all this stuff. So, you know, I think the best way to get over someone is to nurture the other relationships you have in your life, like with your family, with your pets, with yourself, with your friends, to just take a break from it, from it all. Because sometimes opening up relationships that are romantic can just kind of make things hurt more and messy and if it happens it happens and that's amazing but like a lot of people pointed out it takes time and it takes a lot of self-reflection so my friend sent me uh talk because talking about dating right oh my god my friend sent me the craziest tiktok there was this guy who hired an intern and uses excel like spreadsheets to categorize all of the tinder swiping and this is insane to me. And this is not the first time I've heard about this. Um, one of my friends told me about a similar situation that a buddy of his was doing back in like 2016 or something. Um, and he was kind of like famous for like doing this. But I was like, oh my God, like the, the weirdest part about all of this is that he hi Okay, so he hires an intern 
to swipe for him on tinder with like pictures of himself and like you know all this stuff and talk to these girls and then he has like an excel spreadsheet with the notes and the photos and like he does like bullet notes about them like what they've talked about so then if they meet up he can like review that i'm like this is insane just like i don't know there's something about that that rubs me the wrong way and i think it's hilarious also but it rubs me the wrong way for so many reasons but i think the main one is that people are so goal oriented and they're always trying to find like the perfect partner but they're also trying to take all these shortcuts and i'm like i'm sorry there's probably a reason why this guy is still hiring this intern and has been single for this long because i'm like you know there's going to be some give and take and compromise and arguments and tough discussions and there's going to be joy and laughter and awkward moments just do it on your own do it like you know be authentic and then you'll attract the right partner i want to take a quick ad break want a nice way to support the podcast and give yourself a treat mod has you covered sex essentials bath and body and travel kits are on their website now and i'm celebrating my two-year wedding anniversary in march so i will definitely be stocking up on some fun things to use during that trip i'm actually really excited doing a little i guess it's technically a staycation but it's like an hour away from the city and i will be packing my mod vibe of course and the rise condoms the rise plus specifically i love those but i'm also planning on getting a room with a tub for two so i am taking a long deserved and well deserved soak uh, with their bath products and i've talked about this before but i've always skipped the bubble baths because they're just usually a recipe for yeast infection right but I've been really grateful that these products don't mess with my pH and I can fully relax and have some sexy time in the tub, which is really fun. And they also make these really cute travel kits uh, with these small lube bottles that can last the whole week without taking up too much space on your carry-on. So if you have not checked out Mod yet, what are you waiting for? It's Modern Essentials for Sex, and now they ship to the EU. So a little round of applause for that. It's getmod.com, that's M-A-U-D-E, and use my code B-I-R-N-A-10, that's Birna10, to support Beyond the Bedroom, and enjoy. Okay, so it is the holiday season, and I've seen a lot of these discussions lately, and I don't know if you have, but uh, they've been popping up a lot for me, so it's the this idea that one partner bears the burden of so much during the holiday season the cooking the cleaning uh doing stuff with the kids and taking care of them buying all the presents gift wrapping them dropping gifts off or sending to the family keeping everything organized you know what i'm talking about right and maybe the other partner works or maybe they both do but either way i keep seeing this these conversations that are like what should I do in this situation or oh no the holidays are coming up and I'm so stressed and I mean obviously it's super complicated right because sometimes people can't leave because then they're not you know the they just won't have any money or they're not the person who works um so they kind of have to work it out and they have to speak up and they have to ask for help and I think it's hard to do when you've already created these patterns in a relationship 
Um, but something that I've been working on is don't feel guilty about asking for help because a lot of the time asking for help is not the hardest part, but it's that guilt that you might feel afterwards and don't feel like a bad partner for not being able to do the job of two people. Like there's a, there's a reason for that. You know, there's, there's a reason that, uh, you got into that relationship and it wasn't to take care of another person. It was to do things and take care of things together with a person. So just keep that in mind. And if they genuinely do not show any interest or any type of genuine concern or anything for doing these things, then maybe a bigger discussion needs to be had about respect and, you know, bearing the burden of all this stuff. But I also just want to talk about a little something that I've been thinking about. And I don't know what really shifted for me this year, but, um, Maybe it's because I'm like, because I'm working, like this week, I'm working uh, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, let me open my calendar here. Uh, yeah, so the 20th, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. I'm working 12 to 8 and then 12 to 9. And actually on Tuesday, I'm working 12 to 8 and then doing a podcast episode. So I'm probably going to be working like a 10 to 12 hour shift. Uh, basically working like really long shifts all before Christmas and then the 27th, 8th, 9th, and 30th, I'm also working. So I don't really get a break this year. And when I mean working, I'm working in the store, Loste, the sex toy store that I'm the sex educator for. And I am, you know, not really mad about it because I'm happy I get those shifts. I don't really celebrate a lot during this time of year. So I was happy to take it, take it on so other people could like be with their families and stuff. But um, you know, I think the reason that something kind of shifted in me was because I had to reprioritize and think about work a little bit more, but I realized, you know, stuff, uh, doesn't always have to be perfect and planned out and perfectly done in time or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it isn't the end of the world if the entire extended family doesn't get presents this year. It's a pandemic too. And, um, you know, I'll just send a really nice message instead, which sometimes that can be just as rewarding as sending more stuff that, you know, no one really needs it, right? So for me, the hardest thing, again, is not asking for help, but not feeling horrible about it afterwards. And I've just started saying like, you know, he cleans. I'm really happy. Uh, I'm not asking for too much when I'm like, hey, the place that you live also needs to be clean. And my husband is more than eager to help and he loves to clean and he just does things when I'm like, hey, I'm really overwhelmed. Can you help me out with this or that? And takes on maybe sometimes more stuff than there's going to be other times where I take on more stuff and he's working all the time. And now that we also are working together on our new company, it's even more like, hey, you need to do this. I need to do that. And um, not getting defensive or feeling guilty when someone's like, you need to pull your weight or like, hey, I need help. So I think a lot of it is ego too. And um, I've seen a lot of these conversations being like, well, if I don't do it, it's not going to be done right. And I'm like, one, that's either codependency or it's weaponized incompetence. Someone is purposefully doing it bad and you're either not willing to teach them or they don't listen when you teach them. So then you have to do it. And that doesn't really seem that good to me. So I know it's not really a thing as much in the US. It's becoming more popular, but over here in Europe, um, 
advent calendars are huge there's an advent calendar for like everything and they're usually a full 24 days they're not like just 12 days of christmas and stuff like that and so i have an advent calendar from satisfier the sex toy company that i got from loste the toy store that i work in and um we've been opening it and it's been so much fun it's been really cute and has also given us a few ideas and I just want to share some of the highlights of the stuff that we've gotten. So uh, we've got stuff that's like sex toys and also body stuff and all kinds of stuff in between. So a mini rabbit vibrator that was super cute and uh, it was battery operated but there's other stuff in here that's like full size, rechargeable, waterproof, like the whole thing. Uh, and then two massage oils that smell really wintry and cute. I love that. A little massage candle too. So I think tonight we're going to have a little date night and do massages, which will be really nice. And then a set of penis rings. I hate the word cock ring. I don't know why. Uh, and little masturbator sleeve thingy that works really well. And then there's a little tiny butt plug with a rhinestone on the back, which is so funny. Uh, a satin tie for your eyes or like some light bondage play, but it's actually pretty long, so it's nice. And then we got a full five meter nylon bondage rope. So crazy. And I'm saying like you can do like a full like ha like a torso shibari with it. Like it's so long and I love it. Uh, and then we got this huge vibrator. It's like full size with a heat setting, uh, which I haven't tried yet, but I'm pretty excited about. And some other vibrators and um, I've been, you know, opening them every day and I haven't gotten to all of them yet. I have, I think, four or five left. But opening a present for 24 days in a row is crazy. Like a present a day for 24 days. It's wild. And I mean, talk about stuff you don't need, right? But uh, it's kind of starting to add up. Like, I don't even know where to keep all this stuff. <laughs> and Victor said that one day we're going to be like sex toy hoarders and we won't be able to like see the floor. We'll be on like one of those TLC shows, uh, just because of all the stuff I get between PR and my job and my personal shopping, uh, mostly before, because now I don't ever like really buy anything. I just either write it off from work or I get it from PR, which is amazing. Uh, but don't worry, I have a sustainable way that I'm going to be, you know, getting rid of the stuff that I don't use, which you all will see in a few weeks, which is exciting. But um, at the end of the day, I guess it's safe to say that I've tried so many that I know which ones are worth your money and which work as advertised and the ones that just suck, like the ones that don't work, they die easily, the material's bad, they don't work as advertised, etc. And if you haven't seen my holiday gift guide already, I will link it in the description. Uh, it's really a cute one. It has some stuff for like all kinds of different types of gifts, which is nice. I kind of wish though that I had a Spotify wrapped style of <laughs> my sex toys. Like I'm just trying to think like how that would work, but I would really love that. I would just love to see like reflecting back because I have all this stuff. Like what is the stuff that I usually reach for and the stuff that I just never you know that just collects dust in a drawer somewhere actually now that I think about it it would probably go like you used your suction toy more than any other with the mod vibe coming in second and your confetto dildy was dildy oh my god dildo <laughs> was in third <laughs> I'm gonna start calling them dildi now one dildo two dildi um 
but that's probably what would it be and my most used genre would probably be like non-realistic toys that look like cute abstract sculptures or something because <laughs> I don't like realistic looking stuff uh, I don't know why it kind of turns me off uh, I have no idea why like I like suction toys and like the mod stuff that is just like little abstract sculptures I like dildos and stuff that are like the confetti one or the ones from Avant that have like the trans flag on them or the pride flags and stuff like that I like them to be colorful and cute and soft and squishy and adorable um but I also don't like everything pink and glittery like I'm just kind of you know more my style and the more stuff that I own the more I really know just by looking at it like if it'll work for me or not so that's nice and I honestly teach with more than half of the stuff that I own, but if you want me to do a full sex toy collection video, I will update it for the next year. Oh my god, it's about to be 2022. That is so scary. But uh, yeah, let me know if you want to see that video. It's time for another ad break. So uh, CBD has exploded over the past few years, but did you know that you can use it in your sex life too? And I'm not talking about an iced CBD latte here. I'm talking about lube, suppositories, oils to make you extra wet, extra sensitive, ease your pain, and even help you get and stay in the mood. So better sex starts here. Use the link in my description of this podcast to shop for ya and you'll be supporting Beyond the Bedroom while increasing arousal and your pleasure. So that's Foria Wellness, CBD products for sex. And uh, shop with the link in my description to, uh, you know, use my affiliate link and support the pod. So I am going to go grab my husband because I have such an exciting announcement oh my god I've been like there's ants in my pants this whole podcast episode because I'm so excited to announce I'm doing a little drum roll uh juicy January that's right juicy January 10 days of mindful pleasure but I'm gonna go grab him and we're gonna talk about it and because he is developing it with me so this will be really exciting hi Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. Welcome to my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> this kidding. is definitely not beyond the bedroom. No, it's not beyond the bedroom. But that's okay. <laughs> we are inside the bedroom. This is where all the magic happens. <laughs> just kidding. That's like just what they say on MTV Cribs. Yeah, definitely. Remember when we were watching the NBA players and MTV Cribs from like 2004? Yeah. That was probably some of the funniest stuff i've ever seen if you've never seen that just like youtube it it's amazing but anyway i brought you in here not to talk about the nba mm -hmm. as much as you would probably love to talk about yeah, definitely but let's know uh, let's go off topic yes yeah, so we're talking about juicy january yes ten, we are 10 days of mindful pleasure so you have developed a site for me called beyond the bedroom for mm -hmm. us i should say yeah because what's mine is yours yeah uh and i just want to hear a little bit about that like where are you in that process i mean i know but let them know yeah definitely uh so we have been uh, developing a site called beyond the bedroom which is under the beyond the bedroom umbrella, umbrella yes. i guess so <laughs> um and before that, we developed Beyond the Bedroom Games, yeah. which is like, uh, I want to touch a little bit on that. It's like um, 
Four mind- games? Yeah, mindful games. I did a whole oh. podcast episode on it called Play. Oh, okay, okay. But definitely check it out. That's like... Uh, that's Project baby. baby, which is up and running and, and has had a good engagement. Yeah, uh, it has like a lot of success. I'm actually always surprised because we didn't do any formal marketing for it. I just kind of shared it a couple times on Instagram. But I've been doing just word of mouth. Like whenever people are, um, you know, doing coaching sessions with me and want new ideas with their partner and stuff like that. Uh, I recommend them. I mean, it's totally free, so like, why not? Even if mm-hmm. you don't like it, it doesn't matter. It's not like you and just to g- your purchase. Definitely, get to, and I give you a little bit of background about it. Like, uh, we we put a decent amount of work into it. It oh, yeah. took us like, uh, you a know, month? a month in development, and and you know, from the idea to what you're seeing on the screen, it's it's been a lot of work, and and yeah, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> definitely check it out and and i hope you like it but now we're working on a site called beyond the bedroom and and it's gonna be a platform for birna and she's gonna share all all her sex ad content there and like lifestyle as well i guess because it's gonna be uh, a place where you can get a deeper knowledge so if you've never attended one of my classes you have the opportunity to do so and Juicy January is really exciting for me because I've always wanted to do it like just little sneak peeks. It's kind of like a crash course mm-hmm. in mindful intimacy. And if you don't know what that is, it's a concept that can really be a game changer for your sex life. Um, I know, for example, like for for me, it was something that when I learned it, a lot of things just clicked into place. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not super woo-woo, hippy-dippy. It's like... Like I even say in the intro, you know, sex is all kinds of stuff. It's messy. It's dirty. You can regret it. It has moments of laughter and awkwardness and shame. And it's just, it's all all over the place. So for mm-hmm. me, it was about just embracing that. And yeah. I'm happy that I have a platform also that is, you know, not censored. Yeah, definitely. And let's, uh, I want to touch up on... So, you know, because Birna, you've been like uh, teaching classes here in Iceland and one big thing about that is like some people are maybe not comfortable being um, in the room, coming to the class because it's like sex and like they feel awkward about it and uh, like it's hard for them to show up. But a lot of people show up, obviously, but some people have been messaging you and like are a little bit, you know. A little shy. A little shy. So this <laughs> like, is... like, oh, I bought a ticket, but I just, I couldn't make myself... <laughs> yeah. I was about to say I couldn't make myself come. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't go. <laughs> I was just translating from Icelandic. Yeah. Like, I got to get, like, you know, but yeah, yeah. I, it just sounds so Excellent bad. translation. Yes. Sounds even better, I think. But yeah. Yeah, so, so this is going to be like, obviously, you can just access, access everything through your computer, like, uh, you know... Just Watch hanging, from anywhere. Yeah, watching in the bed. In the bed. Or, or in beyond. the bed. Beyond the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but, I do that too. And I'm like, that's why it's called that. <laughs> trying to. But, but anyway, and, and another thing. Um, yeah, like uh, definitely for people, you know, they can be just chilling at home and, and as well. Um, it's a commitment too for like 10 days in January, like starting your year with some growth i think also because we're heading into like another weird phase of this pandemic it's nice to just have something to commit to that will 
be something that you do just for 10 days. It's like less than 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And um, it's free also. Did we mention that? It's yeah, free. Yeah, it's going to be free. And, and another thing also, because you were talking about uh, like a lot of platforms, you know, have their rules obviously and and about uh, sex, about sex yeah. definitely and and you know it's, it's somewhere it's hard to mention even you know talking about sex is yeah, going to be an like, issue shut down. i mean tbt my instagram got taken down so so uh, the, another like goal of this platform is you know this is going to be you know a place where you can talk about sex you can learn about sex and hopefully in the future we can have some you know, uh, like people using the site can maybe comment or ask yeah. for some topics or something. But that's way in the future. We want to hear like from everyone. We want it to be like something that people can contribute to as well. So, but right now, fun. you know, our goal is just to have these ten days and and for you yeah. to hopefully learn something. Yeah. Um, and enjoy that, the videos. I think that even if, you know, you don't have a super, like, kind of grounded understanding of your sexuality, it doesn't really matter. But also, if you're the type of person who's done, like, tons of yoga, tons of meditation, tons of this type of stuff, um, it, there's always kind of more to learn. Because mm-hmm. I think every person who does this type of work brings something new to it. Mm-hmm. But should I tell them the... Um, the name of each day mm-hmm. yeah definitely go over it okay so well the concept is that you know it it's like to kickstart your new year with some self-care and to prioritize intimacy so some of the goals for me so some of the learning objectives for you all is to deepen your ability to receive pleasure with ease identify your desire type and what really turns you on and provide some valuable insight on disruptions in your intimate life Mm -hmm. because i think i can give a lot of advice but if people don't know how to incorporate it into their sex life it can kind of get lost in translation Mm -hmm. so that's what i wanted to do and each day has an exercise has grounding and it has a way for you to implement it in your sex life so day zero is just the invitation okay but you know that's just a given yeah but day one is permission I love that you use day zero. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> day uh, zero. coming from computer science. Yes. You know, we start with zero. Zero is one. Zero is one. Excellent job. Yes. Okay, see, uh, you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> it's good. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, Victor is a web developer. That's why he's doing this for me and for us. Yeah. But it's just so funny that uh, you are rubbing off on me. We yeah, start with zero here. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, day two is explore. Day three is desire. So you're going to learn about your desire model a little bit. Mm -hmm. Day four is embody. Five is receive. So we're going to be working on receiving pleasure because that can sometimes be really tough. That's something that's still tough for me. So Mm -hmm. I have some really good... (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. It's hard to, you know, for some people to receive pleasure, I guess. (laughs) Tell the people what I'm bad at. Um, (laughs) Day six six is get loud. Like the Jennifer Lopez song, Uh the J-Lo song. Let's get loud. Remember uh, that song? Okay. Day seven is connect. So you can do this with yourself or with a partner. So if you have a partner, you can also do this together, this whole journey. And then day seven, you can really connect with each other. But if you don't have a partner, it's okay. This is totally for you. So it's it's great. Day eight is give, being an enthusiastic pleasure giver. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? 
And then day nine is shift. We're going to prioritize intimacy and pleasure. And then day 10 is my favorite day, play, uh, because sex should be fun. So that's what we're going to end on. Uh, But I'm just so excited for this. This is something that I've always wanted to do. And I think that it's a good way to start your year. Uh, I talked about the advent calendar earlier Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. you were out there, but this is kind of like a self-care advent calendar kind of thing um but in the new year so also if you miss it in january it's okay if you're listening to this episode and it's past don't worry it will still be up as 10 days of mindful pleasure in the future uh but yeah i'm so excited for juicy january 2022 how crazy 2022 yeah yeah, definitely time is moving way too fast i was telling them that we're gonna be having our two-year wedding anniversary in march and i was like two years two years that's so wild. Since Las Vegas. Yeah. We got mm. married in Vegas the day before lockdown started. Yeah. So that is pretty crazy that it's been almost two years. Definitely. It's and this been... is all still happening. Well, yeah. not to the same extent, but. Yeah. But it's been, yeah, it's been moving fast, but we've been doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to put... Or I'm gonna put the crazy amount of work. Okay, well I am too. I know. You, what is I know, that a challenge? <laughs> no, definitely not. I know you have been working really hard on this, but sounds me, like a challenge yeah, to me. Yeah, definitely work hard there. Hard yeah. <laughs> work pays off. But yes. yeah, now we have been working extremely hard, then, and we're gonna work even harder for you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the listener. Yes. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see how this will turn out, and and yeah. every you know, I don't know if we have any place to receive any feedback but yeah you that you can email me dm me leave a review uh all kinds of stuff if you're on apple podcasts you can also leave a review for this podcast by the way it helps, definitely it helps it, me on the bedroom get more listeners so review the podcast give Welcome. it uh excellent rating how many stars uh, six out of five uh, you, you go beyond hot fire <laughs> yeah see that's the whole <laughs> concept going beyond and and as well as like you know the sites it's if 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 it's something you like something don't like yeah, give us we, feedback we you want know, we love some feedback. criticism too yeah definitely we want some criticism and if there's some some feature yeah some feature you want to point out that you think is smart we're for the people we're for the people yes only for the people yes i'm gonna just start playing the um the russian federation theme song under <laughs> this just as our outro for no, the day today we're, we're full-on americans yes aren't we? yeah uh, you are yeah victor trying to get his green card is like i would never condone such no. behavior mr fbi man who's listening to this <laughs> But yeah, so I'm very excited for Juicy January Beyond the Bedroom and to see more. Also, sign up for the mailing list to get some updates, some sneak peeks, and to be ready for day one. It begins January 1st, and I will see you all there. A, a new episode will come out each day for 10 days, so you can follow along. And if you're a day behind, go faster. And no, I'm just kidding. It's okay. You can always start it at your own pace. Uh, you don't have to do it day by day. Also, mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. want to take it's going to be off. there forever. So yeah, so do you? And we're excited. We'll we'll see you there. Yep. Yeah. Is there see else? you through the wire. Through the wire. You'll That's see a- our work through the wire, I yeah. guess. Wait, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Do I actually use mod products? 
So he uses moth products. <laughs> yeah. And you do too, technically. Uh, yes, definitely. They're somewhere over here. You've cleaned up our bedroom, so I don't know where anything is right now, but we have the mod rice condoms. We love mod, um, fantastic products. And if you want to support... <laughs> The podcast. The oh, podcast. are you going to do a commercial for us? Not if, if, if you want to support <laughs> Beyond the Bedroom, buy the products. It's a win-win situation. You that's get a 10% discount. Yeah, that's like true. Good products. I guess it's only for the US listeners. No, they ship to the EU now too. Oh, great! Then yeah. if you're in the EU, and you buy like, as well. But can I put you? Can I ask you? A and if you like question? cannabis, go for the the Foria. Euphoria. No, Foria. Oh, sorry. Euphoria. Euphoria <laughs> is another company, I guess. Yeah, Euphoria is a TV show. Mm, yes. Okay, which but, I don't watch, so... Okay, let them know everything <laughs> about you. But do you actually like the condoms? Um. Yes, I, I like the condoms, and I also like uh, the packaging. It's not yeah. like the... Uh, it's like a dipping sauce. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like a dipping sauce. But it's much more convenient than the traditional, I don't know, packaging... Yeah, which is always like, am I going to rip this thing now? Yeah, yeah. You know? I like the more fancy yeah. and, and it's not like, yeah. It's, it's how do not... you feel about wearing condoms like overall? Uh, how do, it doesn't bother me. No. I mean, I guess it's better than getting pregante. Uh, definitely. So. Be safe. Use condoms. <laughs> you, you won't get pregnant. No. You won't get STIs. Well, you're lessening the chance of skin-to-skin contact and fluid-retained STIs. Yeah, yes. you're much safer. Use condoms yes. always. Wow, I've Except you're well. trying to get have a baby. Yeah, then don't. Then don't. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know. But, then, but maybe, you know, keep it in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Better but, safe yeah. than sorry. I am so and happy. And mod condoms only. The other ones yes. don't work. <laughs> say that <laughs> the other ones don't work no, mods should pay, pay me that's true uh, well, they kind of are no because we what's mine is yours yeah, okay. we are that's married true. that's true but uh, it's not a, it's, it's, it's not now. only about the money it's also a quality product so that's true okay well when trojan hands me a lawsuit for saying that i'm gonna make you pay for it mm. okay well that's it for today thank you so much for listening and uh like i said rate and review me on apple if you're listening on spotify you can't do those things but i hope you share it in your story anyway and keep an eye out for juicy january i'll talk about it some more in the next podcast episode which will be the last one before juicy january comes out and uh yeah i'm excited to see where this all goes and thank you for coming in here the last you know in the home stretch Mm -hmm. thank you yeah i mean it's you're in your bed so i guess definitely yeah thank you for having me on of course it's been a pleasure oh i'm so glad okay you want (laughs) to say goodbye to the folks goodbye folks goodbye folks bye oh